Hello, and welcome to episode 27 of Heather's podcast. Um, it's been a long time since I recorded a podcast. Um, I actually just had a look at the last time I published one um, before I started to record, and I think it was the 5th of July, so we are talking, I mean, well over a month, about six weeks. Um, and uh, I don't know, there's lots of reasons, I guess, why. Um, partly, I think, I mean... During lockdown, I was recording podcasts pretty much weekly. Um, and I guess, I suppose, at the time, that was for a mixture of reasons. Um, partly because I was working from home um, and just probably had more time um, because I wasn't commuting um, to and from work. Um, so, you know, once I logged off, I had time to record. Um Partly because I thought there was a need. Um, you know, people had, I suppose, a variety of concerns, thoughts, worries, um, queries about their fitness, about training, about nutrition, um, because of the sort of unusual time we were going through. There was lots of things in the news, things were changing constantly. Um, so there was lots of topics I guess to talk about um and it was really rel- rel- relatively easy to just um you know log on um once a week and have a topic to talk about have something um in mind to talk about something that come up on social media or in the news or a reaction to you know things as they changed um and I suppose in the last six weeks it hasn't felt quite like that so much. Um, I've been very much back at work um, and I worked all the way through lockdown, um, obviously worked from home. Um, and then I did actually start going back into the office probably a lot sooner than most people, pretty much as soon as Boris said, you can start going back into work if you need to. I had to start going in at least some days um, to prepare buildings, to get things ready for people to start coming back into their offices um and then my um boss had to take some time off work um and that kind of changed I suppose the structure of our team a little bit um and meant that it just became a lot harder to work from home because the dynamic of the team and the dynamic of um what was required um of me changed um and so I pretty much for I probably eight or nine weeks now have been in the office basically every day I think I've maybe worked from home two days in that time um if that and um so you know I've been commuting as well as working I've been working a lot of hours um you know I've had a lot of seven eight a.m starts um, which means leaving the house at like six. Um, a lot of long days where I'm starting at seven and then not finishing until at least six. Um, I've had a fair few days where I'm not finishing until half seven, eight, even like half ten, eleven at night. Um, and I've had a lot of days where I have got in from work, had dinner, and then like logged back onto my computer and 
done more work, um, a lot of weekends where um, I've had to log on for at least two, three hours across the weekend um, to do stuff. Um, so generally, I guess I just really felt my time a lot more limited um, to write blogs, to record podcasts because generally I suppose what I try and do within the realm of fitness um, tends to be broken down into two sections um, and that's the section of stuff that is paid work um, for clients whether that be business clients um, in terms of like virtual PA stuff or whether that be um, clients in terms of PT clients Um, and then non-paid stuff um like podcasts like blogs um like social media posts question and answers things like that um and obviously if something has to give you know it generally has to be the stuff that people are not paying for so so i've just kind of been missing in action um and i know that i've now waffled on about that for you know a good five minutes um but it's kind of relevant um because it gives you a little bit of background about what i guess um my life recently has been like um because it's not been back to pre-lockdown um gyms are reopened in England and um so I've been to the gym um I've reopened the gym at work um that I sort of run um I did all of the risk assessments um all of the COVID compliance stuff um and that's reopened um the gym I'm a member of, that I pay to go to, that's reopened. Um, the gyms that I work at, the gyms that I teach classes at have not reopened yet. Um, so I'm not teaching yet. Um, so life is definitely not back to pre-lockdown yet. Partly because obviously, you know, I'm not teaching the normal number of, well, any of my classes, but I'm not teaching the classes I would normally teach. Um, and then I guess my working routine is not the same as it was pre-lockdown um, because it's had to react to the changes um, to the business that have, have been caused, I suppose, partly by COVID and then partly by other circumstances. Um, and also because I guess normally, um, because I have to teach my classes, um my working hours, I suppose, are a lot stricter. Um, for example, you know, the days that I teach at a class at 7am, the fact of the matter is, is that I can't go in at 7am to work. Or if I've got a class after work, I have to leave to teach that class. Whereas, um, I, I suppose I'm the kind of person that if I've got stuff to do at work um, and I don't have to be somewhere else, I'm very likely to either stay in work and do it or go in early and do it or, like I say, log on later and do it. Um, And because I haven't had the classes, I suppose, around work, um, that's that's given me less incentive to stick to my normal working structure, my previous normal normal working structure. Um, So generally, yeah, life has not been... um, back to normal it's definitely not lockdown anymore 
um, in terms of, I suppose, um, they're not working from home and they're not being at home all day. In fact, I'm not at home very much at all. But it's definitely not back to normal. Um, it's also not back to normal in, I suppose, the social sense because, I mean, I really haven't seen anyone um, for months. Um, I know that's not to say I've not seen anyone for months. Um, there's been, you know, a couple of occasions where I've met people for drinks um, before Manchester was sort of like semi-locked down for the second time. Um, but largely, obviously, you know, there was a good portion of the year where we were at home and I lived by myself. So, um, so you know, I've really not um, seen many people other than people I work with. Um, and that's not really the same, is it? Um, and I've actually only, you know, met people for, I suppose, catch-ups and drinks um, a couple of times in the last few months. Um, so, so life just... I, I suppose, I, I, again, I'm just reiterating, life has changed we're not in lockdown life anymore. I'm definitely not in lockdown life anymore. I know there are some people still working from home who actually probably do still feel like they're very much in a kind of lockdown um, style routine still. Um, I'm definitely not in that anymore, but I'm also not back to normal. Um, And I'm kind of in a situation where I suppose every few weeks things do change and things do develop a little bit, but generally... I'm kind of, I feel like in a little bit of a limbo in that I know that there are still things in my life that will change because I know, for example, that I'm getting classes back. Um, I know when those classes are, where those classes are. I just don't know the date that we will reopen and I will get them back. Um, Or I provisionally know that I'm getting them back, you know, I mean, until physically you get a start date and everything you don't know for definite um you know things can always change in that time things can always develop in that time but provisionally I do know I'm getting classes back so I do know that there are further changes that will happen to my routine my week um between now and whenever you know I also know that you know practically restrictions in Manchester will lift um and I will be able to sort of see more people. Um, I'll be able to go and visit some people. You know, it was actually really disappointing. I was meant to be going and visiting friends um, a week or so ago um, elsewhere in the country. But currently, people from Manchester are not allowed to go in other people's houses or have people come to their houses. Um, and that includes leaving Manchester and going and staying with other people. So I had to cancel that trip. Um so, and like, you know, I can't go home and visit people or anything like that, because again, I can't, I, I, I could go home, I could go home and visit people, but, you know, I'd be able to go home, but I wouldn't be able to go in my mum's house, um, I wouldn't be able to stay in my mum's house, um, so, effectively, I can't, I, I suppose, is the way I'm seeing it, um, so I'm very much, I feel like I'm very much in a limbo, um, and, and like I said, I don't have dates, um, so we don't know when, for example, gyms are going to reopen and I'm going to get my classes back. So I know that I've got this thing to prepare for. 
Um, I know I've got a sort of change to my daily routine to come, but I don't actually know when yet. Um, and that's quite hard mentally. Um, I think partly because, and I and I said this, I said this, I think quite early on in um, the coming out of lockdown, um, I said it in a private Facebook group, um, how I'd actually really struggled when I first went back into the office with the change, um, because I'd very much mentally prepared, I think, to go into lockdown. I'd thought about it a lot. I'd worried a lot about it. And so when it actually came, I was almost quite mentally prepared and it wasn't as bad as I thought. It never occurred to me to prepare to come out of lockdown because I thought, well, that's going to be dead easy because it's going back to normal. Um, And why would you need to like mentally prepare for that? And actually found it quite challenging. Um, And I sort of said that in this private phase group almost to try and sort of help and pre-warn other people because I'd definitely gone back into the office and definitely back out into the open world a lot sooner than um a lot of other people that I knew um and one of the things I said that I thought added to the I suppose the difficulty of coming out of lockdown in the way I see it is that there's actually a huge disparity now between different people and their levels of normality and what they're doing um you know I mean apart from the fact that I know people in England Scotland Wales and Ireland and Northern Ireland and obviously restrictions and when they've been lifted and how they've been lifted and especially with things like gyms when people have gone back on or when things have been opened or when they're going to be opened is um, drastically different um, from country to country. So you find yourself in a situation where the people that you maybe interact with um, are in a very different stage of coming out of lockdown to yourself. Um, And even within your own country, within your own... um, you know, an area where you'd think, well, actually, you know, it might be a little bit more um, standard. Um, obviously, Manchester, Leicester are in varying or have been in varying degrees of um, lockdown after restrictions being lifted. Um, and then even beyond that, you know, like I say, gyms in England, gyms in Manchester can reopen, but not that doesn't necessarily mean every gym has reopened. And so... You know, I'm in England. I've been able to go to the gym for several weeks now, um, but I haven't yet taught a class. And actually, possibly won't teach a class until after people in Scotland have taught classes, even though their gyms are not opening until much, much later than our gyms in England have. So I think one of the difficulties in dealing mentally with the coming out of lockdown and the changes to routine and the readapting isn't just actually the the general you know you get used to a routine during lockdown you think it's going to be really hard you actually adapt to a routine really easily um and now you've got to readapt to a different routine um as you come out of it um i think one of the hard things is the 
the difference, I suppose, the differences as to when things are changing for different people, not just within different countries within the UK or within different cities within the UK, um, but actually even within your own sort of ecosystem, um, sort of everybody's lives are going back at different stages. So like I say, some people are still working beyond gyms. Some people are still working from home. Some people might still be on furlough. Um, Other people are like half office, half home. Other people like me, we're back in the office and that's it. Um, I mean, even within our office, um, obviously different people are still at different stages. So, you know, I'm in every day. There are people who are half, half. There are people who are literally still working from home. Um, I think that disparity, um, again, for me, mentally makes it a little bit harder um, because I'm seeing, I mean, the go away from work, thinking more along the gym line, I'm seeing lots of people I know, they're back, at te- they're back teaching, you know, they're back in a routine now, they're starting to get their mojo back, they've done all the, you know, the nerves and the will I remember how to teach Will I remember how to talk and move at the same time? Will I remember the choreography? They've done all that worrying. They're kind of on it now. And I still haven't yet got a date to teach it. So I'm kind of in that stage of, well, you know, when do I start looking at choreography again? When do I start, you know, thinking about these things? Because, because um, you know, you don't want to do it too early because then you'll have to like, you, you know, I mean, if if I started if I started like learning choreography now and then don't teach for a month, I mean the chances of it still being in my head in a month's time without actually teaching very very slim. Um, I kind of need you know it needs to be within that like one two week period I think, for it to be like fresh and snappy and and work well. Um, so it's I don't it, it's like I say it's, I think it's unsettling is probably the best way to describe it um and with that unsettledness um and that lack of routine I've really really struggled with my fitness and my nutrition and um and I think that's why I needed to stress how higgledy piggledy my world feels at the moment um and I'm kind of um you know I suffer from um, anxiety and depression and especially anxiety and um, routine and structure are anchors that help me manage anxiety so that lack of routine and structure um, really messes with me and um, and I think partly because of that um, is why I've struggled so much recently with fitness and with my nutrition because I think how I feel mentally in terms of mental health and how I feel physically um, in terms of how fit I feel, how healthy I feel, how well I eat, they're so interlinked and um, part of the reason why I'm I try and keep on top of my nutrition and my fitness is because I know that when I when I feel good about that actually you know normally my mental health is pretty strong and um 
equally though, I do know that when I'm struggling with my mental health, um, I struggle (laughs) to train and I struggle to eat well. And, um, I think it's difficult because I've, I've probably, I've probably become quite good at managing my mental health. I'm quite aware of it. Um, I think it's important to, to understand your own, where your, where your own head is, um, and be able to spot when you're struggling with it and be able to take steps to deal with it. Um, and I've def I know definitely during lockdown was really aware that I needed to make sure I took care of myself. Um, and I think I did it quite well. Um, I'm not saying I definitely, definitely, definitely had, um, bad days. Um, but actually, um, the actual lockdown period, weirdly, I probably did a lot better than I thought I was going to. Um, and I think I came out quite well and, um, I think I was generally able to pull myself out of blips quite quickly. Um, I definitely found it a lot harder in the last um, few weeks because I think because I've definitely been very, very stressed about work um, and I've definitely felt under a lot of pressure. Um, and I felt because I felt under a lot of pressure and I've had a lot physically a lot to do as in terms of volume and I've spent a lot of hours in work um I've had less time and energy to then be able to think about my own health um I mean mental and physical so because I've generally had less time to do things that I know would benefit my own mental health um i then lost the kind of momentum to train and to eat well my diet has slipped and honestly my diet has slipped you know like I, am i eat? i'm probably not eating well i am probably eating more calories than i should but not dramatically um but i'm definitely eating i'm eating those calories in stuff that isn't particularly filling um I'm eating you know a very high calorie you know a lot of chocolate and stuff like that so I'm like and then I'm hungry but I'm not necessarily eating then a good filling meal on top of the chocolate um so I'm not dramatically like over my calories but I'm not always necessarily eating things that are going to make me feel good past the short-term gratification of eating them. And and I think then because of that, I'm like lacking in the energy to then want to go and train. And because I'm lacking in the energy to want to go and train, I'm also lacking in the motivation to want to go and train. And... So I'm kind of, I've kind of got myself into a cycle where I'm spending lots of hours working um, and therefore really should make more effort to go and train and um, eat 
really well so that I've kind of got that energy and so that um, I'm in a good place mentally. And, um, and if I did that, then I'd feel a lot better. And because I felt a lot better, then I'd really want to go and train and I'd want to eat like better. Um, and it's kind of like, like I say, it is a self-perpetuating circle. Um, but because I've kind of, um, I think because two, two pronged, I think partly because, um, my routine feels out of whack. So because I've suddenly gone from working from home for weeks to going into the office and my body's gone, well, boom. And it's like sensory overload. I mean, it's like really weird. Like I genuinely won't lie. From a sensory point of view, I found it really um, unsettling going into the office um, for the first few weeks or the first you know few days because I think... I was so used to being at home and like literally being at home by myself and everything was very, very quiet. Um, to suddenly be surrounded by people again, even though there wasn't loads of people in and noise and lights and different environments. Um, well, there was a bit of a sensory overload. Um, so I think that complete change in routine um, threw me out of whack and therefore through, and and therefore I then just, didn't train for a bit and because I didn't train for a bit um I lost the momentum um and I found it really hard to get back on um and then the other thing is I think because normally obviously because I'm normally teaching a lot I have no choice but to go and train and because I have no choice but to do it and I have to do it um it kind of keeps you in that routine so normally if I'm really really busy in work and it's really really stressful in work because I have to go and teach either before or after work, um, I do it. And so those anchors of, you know, the training um, in particular are kind of so embedded in my life that the cycle kind of works. Um, and that obviously isn't the case at the moment. Um, so I've kind of like completely lost my mojo, completely lost my momentum. And Whereas during lockdown, I trained every day. I did something every day. Wasn't the most intense every day. Um, wasn't always the longest training session. Definitely wasn't training as much as I would do normally um, in terms of volume. But um, but I did something every day. I was, I was eating pretty well. Um, and I was in decent shape. Like, I'd, I, if anything, I'd probably lost a little bit of weight. I definitely looked a little bit leaner. I was quite happy with where I was. Um, I felt quite good about my body. And then I went back into work and boom, all these changes happened. I lost that momentum. I lost that mojo. And oh my God, like literally, I mean, we're talking about eight weeks, something like that, six to eight weeks. I am a good I think about four kilograms heavier. I don't know what that is in pounds. It's quite a lot. Um, and that's, I know that's not an issue. Like, I know that's not an issue. But I'm also, I just, I'm, I'm bigger. I feel bigger. I know I'm bigger. And now I've put weight on. I don't feel good. Um, I don't feel like I did, not even before the gyms closed. I mean, I don't feel like I did, like, at the end of lockdown. Um and I know how I feel about my weight is actually probably less about my actual weight 
and probably more about the fact that I've completely lost the momentum with training and am kind of not eating in a way that makes me feel good Um, and I'm very erratic you know I'll have like quite good weeks and then I'll have terrible weeks um I say terrible weeks (laughs) I mean terrible weeks I mean I'll have weeks where I eat and I feel good about what I mean and then I'll have weeks where I'm just like I'm eating something and I'm saying to myself as I'm eating it why are you eating this you don't want this you don't need this you don't even like this why are you doing it um so so it's all kind of again we go back to cycles it's all kind of bundled up together um and I wrote a blog, I wrote a blog about a week ago, and I said, sort of along those lines, um, you know, I, I think I called the blog, like, I literally can't be bothered. And that's how I feel, like, I'm just, like, I, I take my gym kit to work with me every day, and then, you know, I just can't, I, I just I just don't go. And I, <laughs> um, and, and I think, and you know what happens, most days, I'm busy and it gets to sort of like that one, two o'clock time when I could go to the gym on my lunch and I'm in the middle of something and I'm busy and someone wants it, someone wants what I'm doing, you know. And whereas before lockdown, before all this, what I would say is, you know what, you're entitled to a break, you need a break, you'll actually be more productive at the end of having a break. Um, So I would, unless it was absolutely really going to make a massive difference to someone. Um, if I didn't finish this in an hour's time um, and had to finish it right now, I would go I would go and train and I would come back and I would feel better for it. Um, and then what's actually happening is, is I get to that point and in my brain um, the conversation just happens and I decide it'll be easier just to work through and not go to the gym and finish this work. Um, so then I don't go to the gym. So, um, so I wrote this blog, um, you know, and I kind of said, right, you know, what you need is accountability and this is my accountability. And, um, do you know what? A week later, uh, I'm not saying that I haven't been better this week. I'm like, I've, I've probably, I've, I've, apart from today, I've done something every day. I mean, some days that's literally like maybe, I think yesterday I went for like a 2K run, a 1.5K run, and then I just went for about a 45 minute walk. Um, so it's not been like ridiculously intense things every day, but I've done something every day. And um, um, I haven't eaten better. I mean, I've eaten, I've probably eaten, I've probably eaten a good 500 calories more than I needed to every single day this week. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I, I suppose I've been a bit better than I have been. Not great. And then today, um, I was in the office and um, someone came back off furlough and they were, you know, being shown around the office. And um, they've made comments about my weight in the past. Um not not meaning not not meaning to be upsetting but not nice comments and um and they kind of looked and they were like just looking at you and I was like right thanks you know knowing what's coming no one knowing what's coming um and I was like right you don't need to tell me you don't need to tell me and it's like because I know I, I know I've put weight on yes you have um your upper body is okay but you do need to sort your lower body out and um 
And you know when you're like, okay, I, I, I should, I don't know, maybe I should just brush this off, you know, at the end of the day. But when you're already feeling self-conscious about something, when you're already aware that you've put weight on and you don't feel comfortable with it, having somebody else say it to you um, doesn't make you feel great. And do you know what actually happened is that then um, I'd already wor- I'd already worked through lunch today um, and I'd kind of said, right, do you know what? I've worked through lunch. I'm going to go home early today because um, then I can go to the gym when I get home. Um, and then what actually happened is I got home and I was upset. This comment has played on my mind all night. And um, so... I got home and I sat down and I didn't go to the gym. Um, And I've kind of let that comment not only play on my mind and upset me, but it made me feel bad about myself. But also then it's further demotivated me because actually now I'm at the point where I'm like, do you know what? Like, what is even the point? Um, And so, and I'm saying all this because... um, I am pretty much 100% sure that nobody who I work with listens to this podcast. And um, therefore, I can talk about it and it doesn't really matter. Um, but, um, but I suppose the point, I suppose the point of me waffling on for like half an hour or so about this is I'm relatively sure that I'm like not the only person who is currently a little bit blah about their fitness, about the training, about the nutrition, about all of that. Um, I'm relatively sure that as much as what should have happened is gyms should have reopened and everybody went, oh, yes, um, rushed back and sort of had this renewed vigour. And I'm pretty sure there are people like me where that just hasn't happened. And that can be for a variety of reasons. And the ver- ver- the variety of reasons are going to be very, very personal. Um, and like, so that was why I kind of gave you a bit of exposition about where I've been for the last um, few weeks. Um, both as in where I've been because I haven't been recording podcasts or writing blogs, but also where I've been like physically and mentally. Um, And it's, and it's very difficult, I think, to reconcile with yourself where you feel like you should be and where you actually are. Um, and because obviously I feel like, well, one, gyms have been reopened for a while now, so I should be back into a decent routine. And also, I'm a fitness instructor. Um, you know, I should... I should be pretty on it um and where I'm actually at is I'm not in I, I, I'm not in a terrible place like don't get me wrong physically it's not like I'm not ridiculously overweight I've put some weight on I'm still perfectly fit I'm still perfectly capable of standing up and teaching a class for example I I know it's not like I'm like oh my God, how am I going to stand in front of a class and teach a class? How am I going to last 45 minutes in a spin class? Or how am I going to last an hour in a combat class? I'm not like at that stage. 
I don't want to over-dramatise this. Um, you know, I know full well, um, whilst my first triple, because um, I have one triple, um, hopefully, um, whilst it might well be painful the first time I do it, um, I know I can do it. I know I'll be able to. Um, I'm not, I'm not like doubting my fitness to that kind of degree. I'm just saying that from where I was, I am not there now um, and don't feel good for that. Again, my nutrition. We are not talking like, we're not talking like I need to like not eat any calories for seven years in order to get myself back into shape. Kind of dramatic um, changes required. Um, I mean, we're talking, you know, realistically, I need to make a few tweaks. Um, And to be honest, uh, I don't even need to make that many tweaks in terms of calories. What I probably just need to do is eat better food, not even from a calorie point of view, but just from a like generally feeling like my body is getting better nourished. Um, As in, I'm not I'm not even nourished because I don't want to go down the good food, bad food route. I'm just talking like as in um, I need to eat foods that give me more energy. um, As opposed to consuming all my calories in chocolate form. Um, So. Everything is relative. Um, But that's the point, isn't it, I think. For, for all of us, um, where, wherever you're at right now um, is always relative to you. And what I'm saying, you could be in a completely different situation to me. Um, you know, you could be struggling to get back into training, but the str- training you're struggling to get back into or the way of eating you're struggling to get back into could be completely different to what I'm struggling to get back into. And your reasons for struggling could be completely different. Um, and where you're at in terms of what you actually physically want from the training... Um, and the eating could be very, very different. But the fact remains that I think right now there's almost this kind of mental expectation that we should be jumping for joy for moving out of lockdown and we should be jumping for joy for being able to go back to the gym um, and get out more. But actually, (laughs) it's not an automatic thing that can happen. And... um, and it can be hard, and it can be hard for a variety of reasons, and um, and I think because we're all now at very very different stages, it makes it even harder. Because like I mean, when we went into lockdown, kind of like everyone started teaching online classes, and there was online classes to go to all the time, um, and there was kind of like here's a problem, and there was a mass problem, and then there was a mass solution, and it was kind of like a straightforward linear kind of jump. Whereas now at the moment, I think everyone's in such a different place. It adds a little bit. I know that I know technically it only matters the place you're in, and so it shouldn't matter that everyone's in different places. But I think, especially if you consume a lot of social media, it does, and it affects you. Um, and then there's just how you feel about yourself and how you perceive yourself right now is going to have an effect on what what you do and how you react. Um, and um. And that's why I told the story about today in particular um, and how that comment made me feel. Um, because beside the fact that, like, realistically, should someone else comment on your weight? Yeah, well, I mean, do you know what? To be fair, because I teach 
group X and because I do a lot of stuff and talk about nutrition a lot and talk about um, calories a lot and things like that, I'm probably not probably not in a position where I would say that it's unreasonable for people to think that they can maybe comment on my weight because it's something I will talk about quite openly um, in an effort to help other people. Um, And so I, I suppose to a degree, I think, well, do you know what? If you put yourself out there and you kind of like um, talk about your own um, body weight, your own training, your own nutrition, other people will therefore feel that they are entitled to comment on it too. Um, so that's fair enough. Um, but like equally, if you're in, insecure about something um, and then someone says something, it kind of like just always digs a little bit deeper, doesn't it? Um, so yeah, there's, a, there's so little point to today's podcast, I'll be honest with you. It's very much just a rambling, I suppose, almost diary of my thought process at the moment and um and I suppose the only thing that if you've managed to make it this far is the point that it's okay right now if things are not where you would like them to be in terms of your training in terms of your eating um and I think we also need to kind of accept that at the moment, probably your whole life in general, your whole routine in general is not where it's going to be in another six months time. Um, Because even though lots of things have got back to normal for a lot of people, not everything has. um, And it's very unlikely that everything will for a fair few weeks at least. Yeah. Um, And so... I think we have to be a little bit patient and also a little bit kind to ourselves and a little bit accepting of the fact that we might not be where we want to be right now and it might take a while to get there. Um, And I still think, and I said it on Monday, um, and I maintain the case, accountability to someone or something is probably the best way to sort of... um, get you to kind of stick to what you want to do um and um I think probably the one positive that I'm going to take from today because today's not been a good day um is that I don't have a date still but kind of have more of an idea of when I'm likely to be able to go back to teaching um and that probably gives me a little bit of a renewed focus um to be able to um, sort of like get myself a little bit more on track with eating, with training. Um, and then in my head, I'm kind of saying, do you know what? You don't have to be perfect by the time you go back to teaching. You don't have to be a particular size, a particular shape. You don't have to be a particular fitness level. Um, you just need to remember how to teach. And, um, because I'm pretty sure that actually once I get back into that routine of teaching, um, the training 
and the nutrition will pretty much fall into place anyway um because the cycle will start and um and then I think even though actually do you know what my job might not be the same as before lockdown and it'll probably change again um in the next couple of weeks um as things at work change again um Again, I don't think that will matter so much if I'm also back in teaching or getting back into that rhythm of teaching because, you know, stress, training, nutrition, mental health, boom, 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 all so interconnected. Um, so um, if you have managed to make it this far, um, well done, because that was a very higgledy-piggledy, pointless kind of podcast. Um, but... Um, like I say, I, I'll be honest with you, I knew I hadn't recorded a podcast for a while, um, well, a while, ages, um, I didn't really have a topic, um, and then today, I kind of got upset about, like, where I'm at, and I thought, do you know what, like, that's, that's a good enough topic, isn't it, because, as I say, I'm generally, most of the time, of the opinion that if you, um, if if you feel it, there's probably other people out there who feel it in some way, shape or other too. So I thought I'm just going to talk about that. I'm just going to three talk without planning, um, which you should probably never, ever let me do because I will talk forever. Um, but I will be back um, within the next couple of weeks, hopefully, with a much more useful podcast. Um, so if you have made it this far, do not fear. Um, I will. I will provide something slightly more um, coherent and um, useful next time. Um, if you have any thoughts, comments, if you want to talk about anything to do with this podcast, feel free to contact me. All of the normal channels. Um, you can contact me on my blog. Um, you can contact me on um, my Instagram, which is heather.sherwood. You can contact me on Facebook, Heather Sherwood, or my. Th- Facebook group, which is Heather Shows Fitness, um, if you see the pattern there. Um, you can even find me on TikTok. And again, it's Heather Sherwood Fitness. Um, there's, there's, there's very little imagination on any of my social media names. Um, but I will leave it there. Thank you very much for listening.